In this week's edition of the Out of Bounds podcast, we will discuss John Harbaugh and his aggressive play calling. Will his aggression to prevent the Baltimore Ravens from making the playoffs? Also, we will discuss Travis Hunter, the five-star recruit who decided to sign with the Jackson State University, headed up by Deion Sanders. Will he regret his decision to join the HBCU? And in our fourth quarter, we'll be talking about Kyrie Irving. Did the Brooklyn Nets fold and basically grant Kyrie what he won without him actually has to do anything? You know, so we'll get to all that and more on this week's edition of the Out of Bounds Podcast. Hey, welcome back to episode, what, this is 29? 29. 29. 29. 29. 29. 29. So we're, we're one episode away from the big three. Oh, welcome, ladies and gents, episode 29 the Out of Bounds Podcast. As you can see, your big three is back this week, and we're back in full effect. I go by the name of the Delta Fashionista. Alongside me is the man in the middle, Mr. Donnie. Do not call me Donovan Wilkins. And last but certainly not least, we have our guy, Noah Austin, a.k.a. Third Eye, a.k.a. Mr. Euro stepping to his girl. Okay, we go. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you forgot. I thought you forgot. <laughs> All right. And also, he's now Mr. Young 22 because our guy's now 22 years old, man. You so, know the vibes. You already no. know the vibes. So, fellas, how we doing before we get to our sports discussions? Let's let's go around, talk about how we've been doing, how the week has been. I know we've been off for a week. Hopefully, everybody's refreshed, relaxed. So, what everybody got going on? Cold. So, cold. <laughs> cold. <laughs> Niggas is cold. That's what it's it is. brick. It's brick out here. I don't know. <laughs> Niggas is cold. But but Atlanta cold is different from New York and Philly cold though. So y'all cold is probably like what fifty degrees? Nah, yeah. right now because the thing is, I live in the metro. So like this morning it was thirty nine. So it's cold. Like don't get it twisted. It gets cold down here. Nah, I mean look, it, it's like twenty. It was twenty nine last night. So I was 41. It's currently 41 degrees, but and you cold. Yeah. <laughs> hey man. Yeah, that's hoodie that's hoodie basketball shorts weather for me. I was about to say really y'all playing ball. Wow, y'all different. See, okay. Y'all have fun with it. I'm not I'm not finna. Wait, do you don't play B ball in 40 degrees? Inside in a heated court, yeah. Not us. Oh, you know, yeah. I now now no, you're after you play high school football with guys like Justin Fields, all these dudes, right? Yeah. So basically you mean to tell me that if we were playing football right now, you'll be all the way with a thermal on, like long sleeves, long right now. Because this is what is December. The the Georgia playoffs just the Georgia State Champions just ended. But yeah, when playing varsity, yeah, when we started playing. We had our when we beginning of the season, we got our like all like our weightlifting shirts, everything. We would get thermals, sweatpants, jackets, lettermans on the sideline. We would have like our lettermans on with like the thermals. It it, it gets cold with the, with the heaters on. <laughs> oh, yeah, we had heaters, we had the two heaters with on that the long bench. ass fucking jacket, bro. And you had the, uh, the Under Armour, th- some I mean, but I play lacrosse as well. And I remember I had to play a tournament, and it was like really, it was like twenty nine. I I forgot my leggings, so I just had my shorts and my cleats, bare legs, twenty nine degrees, and like at eight a.m. And it was not, I didn't, it's not fun. But yeah, no Georgia cold. We don't, we like the cold, but I mean, I enjoy it. I want to live in Toronto, so I like being cold. But I want to live in the six. You know, fuck is up there. 
a lot. <laughs> a lot. Hey, man. Yeah, there's some Jones out there in Toronto. That's, I mean, so the, I've heard. So I've heard. <laughs> oh, so you've heard there's some Jones in Toronto. All right, cool. All right, cool. It's man says, y'all. It ain't me. You know what I'm saying? But I've heard from a source. Yeah. <laughs> that, that shit, that shit here, man. But. My guy, Chris Boussard. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> No, nah, but I've been chilling, cold, finna. I don't know. We just I've just been chilling. I'm on I'm on break for uh for college and man, just trying to chill before my last semester. Really, that's about it. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. and I got Donnie. I know right now, especially at the time of this recording, the Philadelphia Eagles are playing Washington football team. So, what's your move right now, big man? Uh, you know, just. Being a lot more cultured, um, culture. So, oh, so you get more into my black cultures? That's what you're saying? No, no. Also, <laughs> you not probably quite the opposite. Um, I want to go see a few plays. Wait, hold on. Talk about, talk about, talk about, talk about, talk about, talk about. So, the opposite of black culture. So, what would that be? I, I went to go see a few uh, plays. Ballet. Seeing ballet is not a white or black thing, though. Uh, how many black people you know going to see the ballet? Going to see, I mean, there's there's that's that's like saying there's no educated black people. He got me there. That's like saying there's no educated black people that probably go see. If you can find me one person in your friend groups that went to go see the ballet, in my friend group, not currently in my friend group, I'll I'll probably go see the ballet. (laughs) I'll probably go see it. Like, I'm not saying that you wouldn't, I'm just saying. I, I know it's not a black and white thing. I'm just saying. He said, I said quite the opposite of like experiencing black culture. Oh, like, okay. I was yeah, like, yeah. I was like, uh, he got a point. He got a point. No, niggas ain't going to see ballet. Yeah, I, I went to okay, go see the Nutcracker. See, but, but, oh, tickets. this man, what? You going to see ballet? It's like, <laughs> you going to see ballet? The, 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 cl- the closest we going to get to that is step de- is step classes or cheerleading. Wow. That's it. Well, niggas, <laughs> niggas ain't educated enough to go see ballet, and that's wild. Also, <laughs> that's wild, bro. That's also, wild. stomp the yard Also, stomp the yard type shit. That's about it. That's the only yeah, thing. Uh, that's the closest yeah, we yeah, I, I saw the Nutcracker. I uh, went to go see the Little Mermaid. Uh, I went with somebody. Go see that. Um, had a date date. No, it's yeah. no, no, no. She listens to this podcast, so we we just gonna skip podcast. over that. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was a fun time. Shout shout out to you, Jane Doe. I <laughs> said Jane Doe. She's not a witness protection. I'm like, what? ain't power. She I mean, she might as well be. I don't want to give her the validation. So wait, wait. You said this ain't power. Yes, ain't power like bro. Ain't, she ain't in no witness protection. Yo, yo, this ain't the podcast for, but tell me like power books who that's Missy's for now was not fired. Yo, that's my show. Hold on, I got that's your side. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to step out this conversation because I ain't never see an episode of that. Yo, you ain't coded as well. Big rich tap. Bro, what the hardest part? I'm not into like violent, like Hood theme anyways, type shows. Like I, anyways, okay, okay, um, okay, um, what's what's the nigga name from the Beatles? John Lennon. 
Yeah, I, I, I never watched BMF, so I mean, I I, I don't know. I ain't seen I ain't seen that. I ain't seen BMF. But, but Tariq, you got what you deserve, my nigga. Hey, hey, freak my man Tariq, got, man. Freak my man Tariq. Nah, they got some shit. They got some shit. The IG saw talk about like a fish fry. <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> nah, the funny thing is, next when they finish the season, Rico get out and Rico he gonna beat the case though. So we already know yeah, he gonna beat sure. the case. He be in the case, but, but damn, Laura, man, she she fucked everything up. Mm, nah, yeah. Laura reminds me. Laura reminds me of Donnie in the sense, like, but she yeah, like, ah, she, like, Laura, yeah, she's now, now we not call you an op, Donnie. We not call you. Oh, an we op, not call Donnie an op. I'm calling Laura an op. Like, Laura, yeah, op. but basically, like, you know, like Laura, like, she, like she's kind of like. You know, she been sheltered. Like she don't really understand like the street life and all that. So I mean, she nah, just thought that she was, you know, she's easy to be manipulated. So yeah, it's like she's like, oh, well, I guess I'll wear a wire. I was like, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll probably sit down and watch it uh, right after I watch the wire. So oh, you I ain't seen the wire. Either? I ain't seen the wire either. So I can't. Again, I can't hold them. Oh, all right, cool, wire, cool. So. Yeah. I, I I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't watch the wire either. Yeah, like we stop, the thing is, like, black on. people, we have, we have stopped telling the people that they not black because I I didn't see the wire. Like y'all y'all do this shit twenty four seven with me. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, we definitely gonna make a seven for you, like 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 testing your black cards or shit, like seeing what you know and what you don't know that you should know. I mean, I ain't, I ain't see the hood or whatever that the boys the wood the wood. The wood. The wood. Oh the wood. my god, you ain't seen the wood. Nah. That's a classic. You ever Bruh. seen Brown Sugar and Love Jones? Like you never see Best Man. Nah. Best Man Holiday. Nah. I, I'm not Players a Players uh, Club. Have you seen any Tyler nah. Perry movie? Any Tyler Perry movie? No. <laughs> yeah. I'm a drink with you. I'm but in, in my defense, Tyler Perry is like probably the last person you want to make as the definition of. Black culture. Black I mean, no, he got a it is, it is, uh, Okay, but it's it's a low bar, you know what I'm saying? But it's like... Yeah, the no, but his movies is just like... There's a reason why I don't watch his movies because bad. the woman is always abused Had, or like, yeah. it's just the worst of the worst. Nah, but he be he be shaming dark skin. He colors. Like, yeah. oh, I, was, I was about to say, though, bro, it's always the light-skinned one that always saved the day. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it's just like, okay, like everybody's a dark skin is not evil. But that bar yeah, like, was evil, though. I'm not going to I don't want to see all that. But, nah. I, I think that's I, how seen a lot of P. Henson always crying in his uh, fucking movies and shit like that. No, I'm, I'm yeah. Have you seen Lottery Ticket? Like, that's... You seen Lottery uh, That's Ticket? what Bow Wow, right? Yes. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, thank you. Okay. <laughs> have you seen... Have you seen... Have you seen Roll Bounce? Yeah, yeah. I, I've okay. seen ATL. Okay. 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 It's cool. Donovan's in the mix. I can ride with that. But but one thing I'll say about Typer, he always find a way to make like the dark skin brothers to be like too aggressive. That's what I'm saying. Like his his movies is is just like it's. I don't want to see that. Like I feel yeah. like Tyler Perry movies in the in his early, the early movies, like Diary of a Mad Black Woman. I feel like those are like Fabio's books for black women. I think yeah. we look at it because it's like, oh, the evil dark skin ball head nigga is terrible, and then this ripped six pack light skinned man who's six five comes to say his name. Like, that's like a Fabio no, kind of book. For shit, yeah. I'll say that like Steve Harvey, Tyler Perry, and Derek Jackson—they not—they not for us, brothers. They, 
I, I wouldn't say Steve Hart. I mean, Steve Hart be dropping gems a little bit. No, 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 no. It depends. Steve Hart don't be dropping no damn gems. No, he just be about his money. That's why his fits. His fits. And I can't front that. That's why I thank God for Kevin Samuels. Yo, nah, Kevin Samuels wilding. You, buddy, wilding. Some of his TikToks. You, you. Oh, I'm on my own with this. Nah, Kevin Samuels needs a hug from his mom, cause Kevin's wilding. He doing too like, yeah, nah, bro. I mean, like, been always trying to spit facts, but as we, been, like, we, divorced, we literally like, talked about this. All red pill is is just having confidence in yourself. That's literally all it is. Like, if you just are comfortable and you have confidence in yourself, you straight. Like, you mm-hmm. not you gonna set boundaries with women. You're gonna do all the things they're talking about. If you're confident in yourself and not even a dick about it, you set boundaries regardless. So people like Kevin Samuels and like. There's a another podcast with two black guys that just demonize women. Fresh and, and fit. Fresh and fit. Yeah. Specifically yeah, they, they fresh wild, and fit. They wild. They, they, wild. they, they wild and it is like they're praying to like these to these. Did they, they, they get exposed by like Abba and Preach? Bro, I fuck with Abba and Preach though. Shout out to Abba and Preach. I don't yeah, know if you hear this or see this. Shout out to Abba and Preach. Them two dudes, like I fuck with it. But yeah, fresh and fit. That whole conglomerate, I feel like they just prey on dudes who are super insecure mm-hmm. and want to have a reason to hate women. It's like, nigga, yeah. you just ain't shit right now. That's okay, yeah. but you just you're a terrible human being right now. Fix that. Yeah. So, and, um, and what's the, what's the dude's name that's supposed to be fit? Like, I think he just subconscious. The reason why he's so aggressive because his hairline's all fucked up. Bro, you just got a male pattern. Niggas don't love themselves. Like, that's why niggas are so bad. Like, niggas just don't love themselves no more. Like, you niggas don't. Have confidence, like, yeah, like yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I had sex with twenty thousand women. Cool, bro. Like, <laughs> that's not gonna get you a job. I mean, that's cool for you, I guess. But is that gonna get you a job? You get paid unless you a porn it's star. Just, I don't understand. It's just funny because they talk about like not putting women on a pedestal, but yet they put women on a pedestal. See, like I said, it's all acts. It's all because that's that's a yeah. big business. Being a red pill YouTuber is a really is. big business. The, the YouTube manosphere is some shit. They make money, so a lot of I like a lot. Shout out to all the young young kids out there, like that are my age and younger. When you're on YouTube, take everything they're saying with a grain of salt, because yeah, sometimes they don't even listen to themselves. The main one that I, that I feel like is kind of is valid is um. I forgot this dude's name, but he got this thing called the Dom Game Division. I'm not sure y'all know who he is, I but think I've heard of him. I think I have. Fuck man, he from Baltimore too. What's dude's name? Baltimore niggas. <laughs> shout out to Baltimore niggas. Yeah, shout out But he's the only one that's basically like he keeps a, a thousand. Basically, like he's like right in the middle of it. Like well, I mean, like in the middle, he's not like too far extreme on the left, too far extreme on the right. He's just a realist about the situation. And those are the type of dudes that I appreciate, but I forgot dude's name. But shout out to the Dom Game Division. That's basically what I could say. But dudes like Fresh and like Fresh and Fit and Kevin Samuel, they could be uh, overtly aggressive. So I could kind of see how they turn some people off. But uh, you want to know who else is turning me off with their aggressiveness? Head coach from the Baltimore Ravens, John John Harbaugh. You see how hey, the transition game is getting better. Yes, I like it. the transition yes. game is getting better. Yeah, so I'm gonna meet again to best of the worst from week 15 in NFL, which is still going on, by the way. So, you know, at the time of this recording, but John Harbaugh, man, like two weeks in a row, we going for two. We're not converting a two-point conversion. We should be 10 and 4 right now. As right now, we eight and six. And if the playoffs start today, we'll be out of the playoffs. 
Mm. You know, then you got people in the in the Ravens fan base, not me, either. I'm part of the fan base. Talk about like, oh, maybe we have a a quarterback controversy between Lamar Jackson and Tyler Huntley. You know, because Tyler Huntley been basically balling the past two weeks, and Lamar Jackson, that's before he's on the slump right now. My man got 16 touchdowns to 13 picks. He's one of the top leaders in interceptions. You know, so um, the Ravens, man, like, I understand, like, we're a banged-up team right now, and maybe you don't want to go to overtime with a banged-up team, especially with Aaron Rodgers, who's most likely going to win league MVP this year. But come on, like, what's the purpose of having the best kicker of all time if you're not and, and you're not going to use them? Yeah. You know, like, because overtime, let's be fair, overtime basically is just a coin toss. You know, although like, you want to be on the right side of coin toss, but hey, let's say for instance, yeah, heads and tails, the game is pretty much determined with that coin. Yeah, you know, so I we mean, yes so we could have no. got the ball first. You never I mean, know what yes could have happened. I, I I say yes and no, just because, like I said, when I play football, I play defense. And I think everyone doesn't understand like defense does win championships. Because if you mm-hmm. if you have a good all around team and your defense is really is at least better than the other teams, like. Overtime doesn't really matter. I don't think now we we I don't, in the NFL. I don't think defense. I think now, I think Michael Parsons did pretty well with playing the defense. Michael Parson, uh, Stephon Diggs' brother. I forgot his name. He's on the Cowboys. Uh, Tra- Trayvon. Trayvon Diggs. Diggs. Trayvon Diggs and Michael Parsons. They're making defense notable again. Like they're mm-hmm. making it a a thing to have a really strong defense, of course. So. You know, overtime it is a coin toss, but again, if your defense is strong enough, I don't, I don't think that really matters. I'll send my defense. If you if you're comfortable sending your defense out there, you can win any game. Okay, whatever. And I understand with Harbaugh, like he he asks his player because they showed like a clip, but he asks the player like, "I right, like, what, what do you want to do? Do you want to go for it? Do you want to kick it?" It's like, my man, you're the head coach of the, t- of the team. He's it's just not cool. to make those decisions. He's trying to be too cool. I think he's trying to be like too cool, where he's like, like "Stop trying to be a player." Yeah. What do you want to do, guys? But it's like, dog, this is what you get paid to do. You make the decision. <laughs> I'm just here, bro. Like, if a coach ever asks you, "What do you want to? Do, do you want to go for it?" Like, I don't know. I'm just a player, yeah, bro. Like, I'm just running the place. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just. I, I get it. His that's his personality. He's trying to be cool with his players, which I get it. But then that. That instance, we didn't need a cool coach. We just needed just make a decision. Yeah. Like, I just need somebody. Somebody gotta be the adult in the room. Yeah, yeah. Because you cannot ask offensive players because he ain't go to the defense. Like, all right, like should we go to for it? He yeah, you don't want to go back on the field or not? Or... <laughs> he basically asked Mark Andrews. He asked the quarterback, all right, like, what should we do? Of course, these niggas gonna say go for it. He's like, I'm still out there. He's like, oh, give me a shot. All right, cool. Like yeah, the kicker is like, on, but really, the kicker. But he's just getting a paycheck for and just free travel at that point. Like he just existed and like, oh, I'm getting paid. Okay. And be honest with you, like, even we do get a playoffs, we chances are we ain't really gonna go far because Lamar he's banged up right now. Calais Campbell's banged up. We got like over 20 players on IR. Pro Bowls, all pro players, all on IR. Ronnie Stanley, Mm. Marcus Peters, Marlon Humphrey, you know. Our, our rookie running back for last year, J.K. Dobbins. Our backup running back, Gus Edwards, is out. You know, um, who else? Mar- um, Deshaun Elliott is out. L.J. Ford. Um, I said Ronnie Stanley, right? I love tackle. No, I, think, I don't think you said him yet. He's out. Calais Campbell, you never know what Calais Campbell at this point, but he's a Pro Bowl defensive and defensive tackle. He's hobbled. He's like 35 years old. He's one of the oldest players on our team. You know, so we're just 
we're just a banged up mess, man. Honestly. Yeah. Like, I I want the Ravens to make the playoffs, but at the end of the day, it's like, bro, as soon as we get in, like, who we going to be? Who we going to be? I mean, the, the, that's the that's the same uh, realization I had when when you called me out a couple of weeks ago, saying, uh, "Why would I? Why would I go against like the Eagles making it to the playoff, making that playoff run? Like, who do, who the fuck are we going to go against?" But you see, the thing is with us, like we're supposed to be a Super Bowl contender. We weren't, so I'm just saying, like, so why? So what reason would we have to like make it to the playoffs? Oh no, y'all have no business making the playoffs. Exactly. Y'all better all just collecting high draft picks and just yeah. try to right. do something. Nah, the Chargers, I, I my Chargers, I don't know. Like the Chargers always, you know, we're sitting at eight and six, looking at a wild card situation. I mean, it's just they there's so many games. The thing with the Chargers is there's so many games that they should have won. Yeah, that's good because we beat y'all. Yeah. And the Chargers are in the playoff position. Yeah, because we're eight and six. Because dumbass wild card. Yeah, <laughs> wild card decision. But I think, like, you know, the Chargers, there's just games they should we should have won. The Broncos game, the Chiefs game. <laughs> Definitely like, won that Broncos game. Yeah, we played the Broncos again in January, but, you know. Y'all, coach, just, is, y'all coach is another one that's too aggressive, man. Like, <laughs> you have to be – because the thing is, it's football is like chess. Like, sports is like chess. It's a strategy-based game you have to kind of out strategize somebody else so if you're just oh this isn't madden it's just like fourth and goal fourth and goal fourth down fourth and we're yeah, go yeah, for yeah. every time like, this isn't madden like you have to think you have to strategize you kind of have to do something different but yeah the charges head coach is overtly aggressive which is good but you gotta do it at the right times when it's needed you know sometimes three points is better than trying to gamble for six Cause that three three points can make or break a game. Really, a lot of players and coaches in the NFL don't understand that. Like a field goal can make or break. Like if you go for a field goal once and a touchdown and y'all leading, uh, what could be a tie? Y'all could be up by three now. You know what I'm saying? So I want to say going back to being conservative, like playing conservative, but not always being super aggressive. Yeah, everything doesn't have to be like a, a highlight special. Yeah, no, nah, you know, so yeah, all of our teams aren't doing so hot right now. <laughs> well, all you know, so John Harbaugh, that's that's my that's my loser for the week. As regards to not loser, worst of the week. And regards to best of the week, I think I have to go with Jonathan Taylor, running back from the Indianapolis Colts, man. Like he's really making a very good case for league MVP. I don't think he's gonna get it because it's uh it's basically a quarterback driven award. Oh, he's he making a very good case of the year, right? No, he's a second year running back. Right. Second year? All right. Yeah, come on, Chris Bassard. Damn. <laughs> Damn. You took you took my uh best of the week. I think that's the only that Colts game. I think what they play who did they play? I forgot. They played the Patriots. I think that was the only game I actually got a chance got a chance to watch. And he did really good. Like again, he did really good running the ball. And right and like even now, like running backs aren't even I won't say a priority anymore in the NFL, but it's not as a position that used to be looked at like like you know yeah LT you had Le'Veon Bell when he's on the Steelers you had a lot of good running backs that were focal point of offenses now where it's like running backs kind of fell back to receivers you know and quarterbacks yeah. so to have Jonathan Taylor doing his thing and like getting that recognition again you know anyone besides Derrick Henry you know what I'm saying so you know he's doing his thing yeah 
And also, it's kind of like, I'm not sure, maybe this would have been yours, um, Donnie, but um, even like the games from Monday night, man, like, them games was just horrible. Yeah, Brown, it's, Browns, it's Bears were trash. The Vikings, Bears was, ugh. Like, yeah, like the... The Monday night football game started off so great in the beginning of the year and then just like fell flat. T- it, it's the Ovid, bro. Ovid got everything messed up. Yeah. Oh, Marion. <laughs> but uh, I mean, my, my worst of the week would probably have to be uh, Tom Brady um, just for breaking that tablet, man. They did get Whoa, shut out. They got shut out. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> about that. <laughs> And he broke that tablet, which he could probably buy another one. But you know, yeah, Tom- I mean, I haven't seen any punishment coming his way, which I think is uh, it's Tom Brady. You know, yeah, it's the LeBron of uh, the NFL. So basically, he really is kind of like the LeBron of the NFL. Yeah, he is. That way. yeah, he's a wanna. He's always wanting to like the rest and shit, trying to get calls. But I mean, LeBron and LeBron the, the only difference, the only difference between Brady and LeBron is that this is undisputed that Brady is the goat. It's not undisputed that LeBron is the GOAT. So, and I mean, basketball and football are different, though, because you have a lot of old heads from that. They would never, they'll never let Michael Jordan go. So, I think this, that's two different, that's two different conversations. I'm not old head. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not old you head. See, you see, like, that's the thing. Like, honestly, don't what? know why they're still stuck on them. Oh, what? I think it would have to take MJ. for someone, I think for someone to surpass oh. MJ. What? Oh. Hold on, hold on, Donnie. I'm sorry. I mean, no, I'm sorry. So, Donnie, are you trying to say that MJ is not the GOAT? No, I'm not saying that. Um, You that you know sense. my stance on the word the GOAT. There is no such thing as the greatest uh, basketball player of all time of, of one sport, unless you're counting uh, Serena uh, Williams. Um, I, I think a more appropriate term would be game changers. She ain't the GOAT. Generational talents. I don't consider one person the most dominant of all the sports. Cause we could also go back to Bill Russell who has 11 championships. So yes, we could say he only played it was like like four or five, uh, but does that discount like his talents? But see, like no, because, because no, if no, we say that, no. then we can also use that same argument as uh, Michael Jordan hasn't played with enough uh, generational talent as LeBron does right now. The thing about basketball is just, with this, the thing is, there's no criteria. We always have this discussion. Always have this. Yeah, yeah. That's the criteria. What, <laughs> what are we? What are, what are we grading? What are we looking at? That, looking that's, at that's, that gets to my argument. The of there's, there's no such okay, thing. Wait, wait. Oh, he, wait, you said what? Stats. Game changers. Stat, accolades, accolades and championships. championships. So stats, right? So stats uh, shouldn't. Stats LeBron get shaky because Bill Russell and all those guys back in the day, they were playing against like. Cold working white men, like they weren't playing against. <laughs> Our time, basketball. They weren't. It wasn't top athlete. It's like it's like back in the day, like baseball in the twenties. But they were smoking cigarettes at bat. Like, are we really gonna, you know, talk about like their stats are different? So I think when we talk about stats, like you bring up like Bill Russell in those championships, I'm like, you have to understand, those were like black men that were freakish athletes that were tall. Again, playing mm-hmm. against. I would say not the top, not premier athletes. Cause I mean, just I, I mean, take any bench player for the NBA for now. Their time, for the time, for the time. But even still, so, I don't know. So could we use that same argument as the debate between LeBron era and uh, Michael Jordan's era? Because well, what would you really, say had the, the, uh, the best talent? 
the nineties or the today's uh present? I would say I would say Michael Jordan's era was a little harder just because they didn't uh, give out fouls that they didn't give out fouls like that easy. Okay. I would yeah. say. All right. That's actually that's actually a pretty good question. I'll say this. LeBron's era is the most talented, but MJ's era is the most skilled. I understand that. I get it. I mean, I, I the no. the way you say more skill because I I can't see that because look at what uh, Steph Curry is doing right now. Wait, I, mean, I I don't know a lot of players who can Curry is like Curry that. is talented and skilled. Oh, all right. There was there, but the thing is, there was no Steph Curry when Michael Jordan was playing. Like there was no one shooting the way there was no one shooting the way. I guess besides yeah, Reggie Miller. I don't know, Reggie Miller. Yeah, he wasn't bad. Over I don't know. Right. I don't know. I, feel, I just feel like Steph is shooting at a different rate. Like he he beat Ray Allen's record, and he's still playing. Like he still has years left. I'll give you. The, I'll give you a perfect example of, of players from two different eras. Carl Anthony Towns, right? Big man center of today, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have, let's say, for instance, I'm not going to use Shaq. Let's say um, Hakeem Olajuwon. Carl Anthony Towns is a more talented big man than Hakeem Olajuwon. But he's not more skilled than Hakeem Olajuwon. Okay, I get what you're saying now. Okay, all right. Yeah, I understand now. Yeah. So that's what, but in regards to like, um, best of ways, like, did we cover everything? Because I've been saying my best, John Taylor. I know <coughs> that's also your best. My yeah. worst is John Harbaugh, his decision making, as well as the Monday night football games with the Browns, Raiders, and Vikings Bears. I mean, I, know it, I just hope my best is uh, Devontae Smith because I have him as a flex for my fantasy league. Oh and I'm losing, uh, you like, still have the fantasy football shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm losing by a lot, so I need that dude to perform. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, but, all right, so that basically, ladies and gentlemen, that basically concludes best and worst from week 15 in the NFL. But we're not done with the with best and worst just yet because we're going to transition this into the world of college football. Because our guy here, the third eye, Mr. Noah Austin, he did an article not too long ago about a young man by the name of Travis Hunter, five-star high school football recruit, who decom- who basically flipped from Florida State University, the alma mater of Deion Sanders, who's the head coach of Jackson State University. And Travis Hunter basically flipped from Florida State to the HBCU in Jackson State. So my question for you guys is, could this be one of the best decisions that Travis Hunter ever made, or is this the worst decision? Because this is basically a five-star prospect, a guy that has a high probability within four, four or five years of being a number one pick in the NFL draft, and he's basically going to HBCU. Where let's face it, although like we love it, like like do it for the coaches, like uplift you know our people, you know, shine a spotlight on our schools, but you know. The whole, you know, from an athlete's perspective, like the whole, like you know, the facility is kind of like it's not conducive to, you know. All I'm gonna say is, hey, hey, y'all be careful, you know what I'm saying? I went to HBCU, you know what I'm saying? So, right. y'all, y'all be careful. We, we, we established that, bro. Well, watch your step. Watch your step. They accepted to Morehouse College and Howard, then went to Fort Valley State. So. I mean, I, I just got to say, we we can't say we're going to uplift the culture unless somebody takes a chance. But, That's um, right. I mean, I, I don't know. 
I, I'll let Noel take this because he knows more about HBCUs and nah, that side of things. So go ahead, Noel, take it away. This is this is You're my segment. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I don't think <laughs> I don't think it's bad. I think it's needed though. I, I think it's needed because there was a lot like Walter Payton went to Jackson State. You know what I'm saying? Shannon Sharp, Michael Strahan went to Texas State. Shannon Sharp went to Savannah State. So there's there's a history of football players making it from HBCUs to becoming Hall of Famers in the NFL. So that's that's not out the picture. The problem is, I don't know when, but it wasn't. I think the real the the thing that really broke the seal now is the NIL deals because it used to be back in the day those Power Five schools. Well, we all know we're all not dumb if you watch college football. There's under the table things, boosters, whatever, and money's involved. So. Yeah. If, if I'm a football player from a, a troubled area, my parents need stuff. I, I can't go to a Jackson State where it's like, well, we can't give you no money, but you can ball out. But I can go to Florida State or Alabama or Clemson, and they're like, hey, we don't hand you the bag if you come we play for us. You, I, you can't say no. But now, the fact, <laughs> but now the fact that NIL deals are now a thing, it doesn't matter really where you go. Because there's a lot of HBCU athletes right now making millions off of NIL deals. Like, there's one kid, I forgot his name. He doesn't go to SC State, but he goes to an HBCU in North Carolina. He has, like, 60-plus NIL deals, and he's making money. So it doesn't – the money – now that money's not a factor, it's all about can you play. And so it's like, no. But let's be honest, though. Jackson State has advantages that other HBCUs does not have, and that's because Deion Sanders also has a deal yeah. with Barstools. Yeah, and that's a bag right there. That's true, you know. But see, like, but see, the thing is, you have to see the thing is now, like HBCUs now have to attract these coaches, these ex NFL coaches. I think Grambling State just signed. Yeah, they got Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson, who just he's not going to be the head coach at Grambling. The thing is, those high-profile, even ex-football players, like you can have, like if Shannon Sharp wants, I don't know if he wants to coach, but these ex-football players, they bring something to these schools. So you have these high-name people coming Shannon, to coach. Do it. I mean, I, I, that was just a skip. name. That was just a name that popped in my head. He's he's getting his ESPN bag right now. But skip, basically skip. But like, if you're if you're an ex-football NFL player, if you're an ex-NFL coach, going to HBCU, you bring something to the school. You know what I'm saying? Hugh Jackson brings something there. He's going to bring people that he knows. He's going to bring personnel or whatever. He brings something to these schools. So I think – I don't think it's a waste of a career. Because, like, I think I my dad said it to me and my brother when we played. I told it to my friends who are now playing in college, D1 college. It doesn't matter where you go. If you're good enough, they're going to find you. Travis Hunter is the number one prospect in the country. Wherever he goes, he's going to be great. So does it really matter where he goes? And and the thing is, now we have the internet. So like his highlight reels are always going to be on social media. It's always going to be on ESPN. Yeah. So does it really matter where yeah. he goes? Social I media, think, I totally forgot about that. I think it matters in, in this sense, right? Because I'm a University of Miami. I know it's a predominantly white private institution. Mm-hmm. But I'm a Miami Hurricanes uh, Private school? I'm a Miami Hurricanes fan, and one thing about the Hurricanes that we've been known for over the past 15 or so years since we've been on this drought since our last national championship 
is that we could get some of the best recruits in the country. You know, Alabama, school like Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, they basically been stealing guys out of South Florida. But they with the Hurricanes, like the, the key, the five stars, the four stars that they do get are tied to play, but they never develop. And basically what we saw, because Jackson State, they played um, South Carolina. State, SC State, yeah. Yeah, they played them prime time on ABC in the Celebration Bowl. And Jackson State had a clear talent advantage because Deion Sanders, he's he's an ace recruiter in, in the FCS division. But his team did not see that they were prepped very well. And they did not see that they were disciplined. They didn't seem like, you know, like they were coached up well. And he basically got out coached. So basically, it would be okay. Like, yeah, if he goes to HBCU, it's cool. But you want to pick the best HBCU and not go to an HBCU or basically like the play that you were come out of high school when you graduate or at three years, you're still that same player. Because you have to yeah. develop over time in college football. Like Reggie Bush from his freshman year to his junior year when he left USC was a. I mean, granted. Granted, it's Deion Sanders' first year, and I mean that's not even expected. Second, second, second year. Okay, my bad. Second year. So it's his, it's his second year uh, at Jackson State, and I mean it, it's still the early season. That's not an excuse to lose in Celebration Bowl when you had all this press on Jackson State, and then having Travis Hunter, which brought more press just to lose. It definitely, it probably hurts him. I mean, it would hurt anybody, but um. I don't know. It's just it's just the beginning, and especially with Playboy. Where I already said that he's playing in a lesser division because I believe what they play in the MEAC division. I believe the SWAC, the they SWAC, SWAC. Okay. I think Jackson yeah. stays in the SWAC. And, okay, uh, SC stays in the. I know, I know. Yeah, one of them not the division is inferior, so they basically said that Jackson State played like an easy schedule this season. Basically, while while South Carolina State they basically played Clemson, they played all the Power Five schools, and that's why their record was six and five. You know, so it's like, I don't know. Like, I'm all for it. Like, I'm all for guys like Travis. It's even happening in college basketball. There's some college basketball players. That yeah. yeah I remember Mikey Williams said he was open to the opportunity of going to HBCU. Josh Christopher, back like a year or two ago, before he went to Arizona State, went to, he had a visit at Howard, and they gave him a scholarship. And he went during homecoming week, and he loved it. Um, So it's, de- it's definitely more of – is is being considered more? I I think with the players comes the facilities and comes the development. I think if enough five star athletes start going to these schools, yeah, you have no choice but to have the best of the best coaching. Just like you have at Alabama, just like you have at Clemson, whatever. You don't have a choice now. Like you're getting the best of the best. You asked for it, you got it. Like now you got to produce what you said you're going to produce. If we get you this five star talent, so I think for me again. What does Power Five schools have without black athletes? Let's keep it a buck. Like that is absolutely. If, if all the if, if all those if all these athletes from Alabama entered the transfer portal and they went to these HBCUs to play football, and slow low key the swag and the M- Mech or the Mecca not Mecca but the, the Mecca Miac yeah. the Miac and the swag now become really really competitive to where like yo we yeah. watching the swag over Power Five now we turn the focus over here. Who's really going to go to Oregon? Exactly. Because again, without black athletes, without athletes of color, it's going to be boring. It's not going to be fun yeah. anymore. Jack- I mean, yeah. I mean, is I mean, homecoming at HBCU is going to be a lot different. Well, not a lot different, but it's going to be more people, and it's going to be a bigger festival than it already is now. Having all these five star recruits going to HBCU, so it is not a career ender. 
I think now, like I said, with the NIL deals, I don't think it matters. Like, like you, like, but you made a good point about development. You know, if you like, I know Southern University develops really good football players. So does Tennessee State. So does FAMU. So does um, North Carolina A and T. There's a lot of there's a lot of HBCUs that still develop really good players that are in the NFL right now. So it's like the development is there. If you go to a well developed school, yeah, it doesn't matter. South Carolina A T. Yeah, yeah. So it, it it doesn't matter. So I think Travis Hunter being the number one and being he has a God given talent. I've seen him play and he he can play. So I think going to Jackson State and the press that they have, he still probably goes to the NFL draft because they play on ESPN now. Like they play on ESPN. They play in prime time now. They, you know, he's and there's the internet. So his highlights are always going to be on overtime ESPN's Instagram. So you you're not going to have a choice but to look at it. But the thing is, though, like, because Deion Sanders, he's been, he been advocating for the longest, like, get his kids on prime time on national TV. Mm-hmm. And then the first chance they get, they lost. They get, they get, they get, <coughs> and not that they lost, they got smacked. I mean, yeah. that happened. And your son is the quarterback. I mean, but his son yeah. was what, freshman, all freshman of the year? He got the Jerry, his son was the first HBCU athlete to ever get the Jerry Rice Award in the FCS. So I, I mean that's sports. You're gonna win. You're gonna lose. Like yeah, I, I'm, I'm Falcon, not gonna hold this. This I mean, let's talk about national the, coverage. You can talk about the Falcons. Us. There's there's many times where the Falcons have had really good seasons and whatever, and then they went to the Super Bowl and then they lost. Or we've seen this story written a lot of times, but that doesn't. You know, LeBron's been to the finals when he went to the Miami for his first year. They lost. They were they weren't supposed to lose. But, but it's, they lost. It's about, but it's about optics, though. At the end of the day, especially when everybody's already questioning the kids. We're like, yo, like, how can you flip from Florida State to Jackson State? Mm-hmm. They already, they already saw that as a step down. Like this kid's making a bad decision. And then the guy that you, the guy that you're going to play for, his team looked unprepared. Now, Grant I mean, Dion, like, I, like Grant Dion has surgery. I understand that, like his mobility is muscle. He's basically. Riding around on a scooter trying to get around, so I get all of that. But so at the end of the day, like the rest of your coaches said, like what happened? Like there was no adjustments. They kept trying to throw the ball deep. The ball, like Shador Sanders, I believe, or was uh-huh. it Shiloh Sanders? I forgot which Sanders kid so, was. So, so they but, got their ass smacked, and now they go back and reevaluate. But the question is, what Power Five school? We've seen this in Power. I mean, I get the optics where it's thing like, is this, you're not gonna see Alabama lose like that to like a Florida A and M or but, so like. I mean, but Jackson State doesn't have Alabama. I, I've seen upsets, but they are technically. But technically, are are they the Alabama of the HBCUs with the time that they have? On, the, on they the, just have the, more. They, Jackson State. I wouldn't say they're the Alabama of HBCU football. There's definitely like FAMU was the national champions this year. I mean, I, I think Jackson. It's just State who has the more, Jackson State just has more press. FAMU yeah. is really national champions this year. Yes, but don't they say that's because like basically like the second place team, like whatever whatever team the Celebration Bowl basically is like the real the new yeah. national championship game, you know. So basically, like whoever's like second place and under those teams basically goes to the playoffs or play for the national championship. Yeah. So technically, Jackson State were Lost the better the national team. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I. I. Okay. I mean. Like I said, we've seen upsets before. Like I yeah, said, I, I, I think Liddell is just getting too hung up on this, like this first time uh fail. Like it it's bound to happen. Like 
is 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 bound to happen. Every great, but you never, of- but you never want to fail when all eyes is on you. It's I mean, like- it, it, ha- it happens with anything that you it do. Happens. I mean, I I sucked when we did our first um podcast. I was nervous as fuck. Even when I did my first interview, <laughs> it, it happens. No, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you this, right? Let's say, for instance, right? Let's say we were to do like a live episode of this, right? We had like thousands of people watching us all at once mm-hmm. for the first time ever. Yeah. When you have that many eyeballs on you, you do not want to fuck up. But no, because it's. But then, if you think if you think you're my, oh, let me not fuck up, let me not fuck up, you're gonna yeah, fuck yeah. up. So it's like. You know what I'm saying? Like, but the thing is, you never get a second chance at a first impression. That's basically what I'm saying. No, but that's but cool. you, you guys all saw our first our first podcast. Like now, imagine if we were had no chemistry like we have now, and we just automatically just decided to upload on Twitch live yeah. and at the numbers that we were pulling right now. Like, of, of course, we, we wouldn't know what the fuck to do. So yeah. that's hard. I just think I I think it's and it's I don't want to get into the racial aspect of it, but I think we can't be coy that there is a racial aspect of it. I think mm. white Americans don't think HBC football is good or looking is for like, something to fail. You know, and the, yeah, and they, think, they definitely look down on it. I mean, and and I think they're just well, looking for an opportunity. But oh, see, like Jackson State lost. Yeah, they're not yeah. good. Or this is like, why is he doing this? I that's think, what I'm hearing from Liddell. I, I think there's it's just growing pains. I think this no, is I'm not. Fresh. Hold on, I'm not saying that they're not good. I'm basically speaking from like I'm basically playing devil's advocate. And I get it. No, and I I understand it. And, and like you said, the develop argument is valid because these schools you got like you got to develop your kid just like in education. Like my high school, we have to develop these kids so when they go to the Stanford's, the Harvard's, the Yale's, they can compete with other students from other high schools at these schools. It's the same mm-hmm. way with sports, I have to coach these kids. When they get to college, yo, can this kid play in the NFL? Like, can he hold his own? And so <clears throat> the development thing, again, that's a really good argument. But like I said, there's a lot of other schools in Jackson State. You got FAMU, NC State, uh, North Carolina A&T. Um, you know, in basketball, you got Norfolk State, Hampton, um, Southern University that have developed good athletes. So it's there. It's just they need – I think the thing that HBCUs needs, like, it's there – is just they need the time to grow. There's a lot of programs in the Power Five and Division it, One. It's it's going to take investment. And like it's, yeah, it's going to take it's like anything. It's going to take investment. Just it's invest. Take time. Invest in the culture. I mean, it's not going to happen overnight. I mean, y'all the number one too that be advocating for you know invest in the black community and this is an investment. Wait, hold on. Why do y'all just say it like that? Like <laughs> like y'all know you too. Like nigga, you yeah, should be that it. too, motherfucker. Y'all, y'all are the more Malcolm X and more. I'm not. Oh man, you full of the the culture. Don't not to that. say that I'm not. No, but it's I'm just we're just educated more. I, I think at the end of the day, we're just. I think I, again, I went to HBCU, so I was going to rub so off. Yeah. You you are some OJ Simpson shit right now. <laughs> oh you know. hey, I mean, like, I mean, my man I'm just got off of probation, so shout out to him. Hey yo, what? Hey yo, yeah, we gonna get killed. Y'all, if y'all listen, no, Austin does not coincide anything. Look, man, no, I mean, a lot of people be saying trust the justice system. We trust that you gotta quit it. Dottie like 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 the glove don't fit, so you must have quit. Exactly, exactly. They let one survive. 
was like, hey, kill faith, I can't listen to this shit. Oh, look, no. That they got one by. Like, look. <laughs> Shout out to my man. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, man, just, uh, I'm all for, you know, with, I'm all for like five star athletes, you know, give HBCUs a chance. I feel like it's basically it's create a paradigm shift. You know, that's something that we need nowadays. Cause look at us as advocated true but culture. Like we try to shift the paradigm because we understand what people think about about like coverage like in music, fashion, art, they think of conflict, they think of fader, you know. Mm-hmm. We want them to think of us. Mm-hmm. I guess like with Deion Sanders, like he wants people when you think of like, you know, the best of the best athletes, we want them to think of Think of those athletes in HBCUs rather than like the, your Alabamas, your Clemsons, your Georgias, mm-hmm. your Florida States, even like school I love, Miami, you know. So, like, I understand it. I, I mean, I, I think Noel said it best. I mean, it, like, look, it's just that the look, development look, has to be there. That's yes, and that's true. That's with any for that's with any college, HBCU yeah, or not. You got to be able to develop at the end the of the day. I mean, these, these are like five star, four star recruits. Um, like Noel said, like. Once those black athletes leave those power five schools, what do they have? What do they have? Because let's let's keep it a buck, right? Alabama's recruiting class, because Alabama's depth is crazy. Like they have five stars on the bench. Let's just just if if Alabama's bench players that were of color just went to Jackson State. Now that's a competition. Because they just changed jerseys. They're still five-star athletes. And the development at Jackson State, you know, it can get better. But, again, they're still, still five-star athletes. And yeah, stuff, they're so. still five-star athletes. So, again, they're getting little by little these five-star athletes. But in totality, in the, it's really building the future. It's building it back to where it was in the 90s. Because in the 90s, you had a mad athletes coming from HBCUs. So it's just rebuilding what was once there, basically. Yeah. I mean, it's cool to have five-star and four-star athletes, but at the end of the day, like, even the best five-star, the best four-stars could get outplayed by a three-star. That's and that three-star is more developed and, and they're better coached. comes down to recruitment. Yeah, it comes but, down to recruitment. You know what I'm saying? But, but with those players leaving to go to HBCUs, that brings in sponsorships, and that, in turn, brings in money. And then and that's, why, and that's why I have no problem. That's why I have no problem with what Dion is doing. But at the end of the day, Dion is one man. And there's other schools out there, and those other schools that are I mean, not going to be at that level. Look, at least right now, have my man change the whole culture in one season. Right I know, I know, it's going to take time. Yeah. It's going to take time, but mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't think Deion Sanders is going to be at Jackson State, you know, throughout his entire college culture yeah. career. But he is like being at like that that um, that shift, and I'm all for it. Someone, ha- someone has to take that. Uh, I mean, it's scary, but the thing is, someone with anything that's different revolutionary someone has to be that person like you know i'm gonna yeah. take this challenge I'm, I'm, and he took the challenge and yeah he lost but it's like yo we we taking this challenge we're gonna we're gonna get it to a point where we can't they're gonna start playing power five schools and beating and then beating power five schools you know what I'm saying howard plays howard football plays power five schools all the time you know what I'm saying but playing them then actually beating them is a wholly different conversation you know what i'm saying if jackson state has the the depth of a power five school to then go and play a Clemson or play uh, a UCLA or Oregon and then compete. Is, is Appalachia State is Appalachia State a HBCU? 
Appalachian? No. Appalachian oh, okay. State. The black and yellow, no. They're not All right, never mind. No, he's straight. But it I I think it's just it's just it's over it's over time, man. I think it's it's needed. Cause I think there's I think these black I think these black athletes and athletes of color have to understand like you have value. Like you these NIL I these NIL deals are seeing that I have value. You know what I'm saying? I can go anywhere and still be me and bring money not only to me but to HBCUs, to our community or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You don't need to go to these places to go to NFL. So like if Travis Hunter goes to Jackson State and still is a first round draft pick, the whole game has changed now. If Travis Hunter goes in the first round, going to Jackson even State, even the top five, yeah, even not even the top five, just I the mean, first round. You I know mean, what I'm saying? Just early in the draft. Even if he's a second pick. round, I still think that's great. Yeah, even even if he's the second round pick out of Jackson State, first late first round out of Jackson State, or even a top five pick out of Jackson State. That's gonna change. That's basically saying that that myth is a myth. You can go wherever you want and mm-hmm. still go to the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Like, so they're taking that chance, and Travis Hunter's taking that chance, and he believes in his talent. So, all right, but let me ask you guys this: then. Do you see Travis Hunter playing at least three years at Jackson State, or do you think he'll hit the transfer portal? I don't know. I don't have that answer. Yeah, because <laughs> no, because. There's a lot of athletes that go to HBCUs and then they transfer out, which I understand. Um, but hopefully he doesn't. I don't have that answer. I don't. I would hope he doesn't. I hope that him and Deion Sanders can attract more uh, five yeah, stars to safe. play at Jackson State and stay at Jackson State. But I, I don't have that closely. answer. We just have to see. <laughs> I don't have that answer. We just have to see. But um. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll talk family out there. Um, you made it this far, then I mean, you must really fuck with your boys. So you really fuck with your boys. Hit that like button because likes on YouTube is like food and water. You know, you can't live without them. So hit that like button. And also, comment. <laughs> that was good, right? <laughs> and also, I hate dad jokes. <laughs> and also, comment down below your thoughts on Travis Hunter. Do you guys feel like he made a mistake? You know, Choosing Jackson State or Florida State University, or do you guys approve of Deion Sanders basically shifting the paradigm and opening the doors for the other NFL coaches and players to come into HBCUs and try to lead them, such as Hugh Jackson at Grambling State University? All right, so leave those thoughts down in the comment section. Also, give us your best and worst from Week 15 in the NFL. Now, let's get on to our last segment of this week's episode, the fourth quarter. They replaced me for the two-minute drill because we always went over two minutes with the two-minute drill, so it made no sense to keep that name. So I'm going to ask you, brothers, some rapid-fire questions. First question being this. Right now, we have many players in the NFL and COVID protocols, over 100 players. Same with the NBA. You know, many players in and out of COVID protocols. Even got Isaiah Thomas even got signed because of this. You know, he's on a 10-day contract right now with the Lakers. Shout out to IT. But, um... At this present moment, time, even like with NHL, the NHL season's in jeopardy. We, they just announced today that NHL players will not participate in the Winter Olympics coming up. So my question for you guys is, do you think we're possibly heading towards a work stoppage in all sports and maybe we might need a bubble or no yeah. fans in the tennis? I say yes and no just because, yes, we should, but no, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, because... Adam Silver just said today he has no plans on stopping or sending anybody to an NBA bubble. And, you know, they realized that they took a hit when it comes to money, you know, because every league is a business. So they took it. The NBA took a, a hit when they had a bubble. And, you know, 
they started to get regular revenue back and, you know, they don't want to lose that. So they would rather, you know, sign G League players, um, you know, still be somewhat safe to their standard, but still they would rather sign G League players than have like their athletes safe. So didn't, uh, um, <clears throat> didn't the Ravens have like a an open kicking trial, uh, punt return trial? That was, I think, I know or, what you're talking about. Yeah, or am I? It was the Panthers, much? it was the Carolina Panthers because they're yeah. uh, they're, they're they, they kicker got hurt at pregame warmups, and so they were held in trials. I think a quarterback from the practice squad or somebody they were kicking. Um, I mean, yeah, it's getting bad, but I would say yes, short answer, yes, and no, no, being that it's not going to happen, yes, being that they should. And you know they these leagues, you know it's a business, so they're gonna yeah. they're gonna take money over human. Like you said, we can get another guy to fill your shoes. You know what I'm saying? But you know the money's not gonna stop. So and, and plus with the with the 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 vax out there and stuff like that. Um, no, it's yeah. like the, this country is not gonna shut down for two years in a row. They didn't it's not shut, down shut down again. Yeah, they didn't it's even want to shut down once. The first one. So yeah, like no. Yeah. Speaking of the Carolina Panthers, this is not an impromptu question. Cam Newton's basically been struggling as a starting quarterback. He's all for, I don't know, I mean, starts here probably like three or four starts. He hasn't won a game yet. Yeah, start for the Carolina Panthers. His, uh, his debut back. You know, so, <laughs> the hype deck down. Yeah, so is it a wrap for Cam Newton? I, I can't say more without actually. Are we seeing the end of his career? Because basically, it took you know Sam Donald getting hurt for him to even get this opportunity. Um, I think we can't answer. I think Cam has to answer that for himself. He has to know, like only you know when you're done. And I mean, stats can say something. And no, the could, league determines. The league tells you when you're done. That is true. This isn't basketball. Look at, at Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley three years ago was offensive player of the year. Now he's out of the league. That actually, you are right. The NFL is different. Um. Yeah, I mean, my only the way I say is, if you can't, if you got your opportunity after opportunity, and uh, you can't produce like you used to produce, there's something younger, shinier, and newer that probably can. So, I, I hate to say it, but maybe you know, maybe it is time. Is you know, maybe it's you know, it's time to go. Maybe not to go, but maybe he's like, okay, I hit my peak. I'm kind of plateauing right now, so. I think, like I said, Donovan, I can't really know for sure, but it's it's leaning towards maybe this is his. I mean, end. just hang it up. Maybe this yeah. is. If we have to debate, hang it up. That is a good. That's good. If we have to debate, <laughs> if you should stay in the league, <laughs> hang it up, my guy. Be. Or at yeah. least he should be a backup or get. He's too, big, he's too big of a personality to be a backup. Okay, yeah. if you don't want to get the backup. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember him saying like he don't want to be a backup or anything. See, yeah, so. Like I remember when Michael Vick was a backup quarterback and towards the end of his career, that was weird for me. My thing is like, just get the check, man. Hang like, it up. He, he probably don't need <laughs> it. It's just like, hey, hang it up. So my man, my, my man needs to just focus on Southern hats at this point. Yeah. But we're gonna keep it with the NFL because like I said, the time this recording, we have Tuesday night football. Philadelphia Eagles will be playing the Washington football team and we'll my have second to team that trash. <laughs> the, the LA Rams will be playing. <laughs> my second team the LA my, and my second team the LA Rams will be playing the Seattle Seahawks. So my question to you fellas is should the NFL consider weeknight football? 
We had a Monday night doubleheader. We got a Tuesday night doubleheader. Like no, because of the shit that's happening downtown as we speak right now. Oh the, my god, the the infrastructure, the the problems that it's causing right now. I mean, that could vary from city to city, but um, I mean, the NH uh, the Flyers tried to get the game moved from today for a reason. So I don't know. You'll have to look into the logistics and so hockey like fans are football fans. No, it's yeah. it's more so that there's two major games like happening right now in the downtown sports area. Okay, so like what? our our complex is is not that big. You know? I think that's just Philly. I think that's just yeah. That's probably just, like that's I said, just y'all see play because in Atlanta, there's times when like the Hawks play, the Atlanta United be playing on the same night, or the Braves play and the Hawks I mean, play, or whatever. I mean, like, in New York, and New York City, Atlanta United. I mean, they, they won, won championships. Bro, they won a championship like last, like a couple of years ago. They're still good they're now, good. so it's like they're not bad. And you have well, to also shout out to the uh, Latino and Hispanic community out here in Georgia. Like, they show up to those games. Like, people still go watch soccer. Don't get it twisted. Like, just yeah. like they're diehard over there in London, you know, in England and, and you know Europe. They're still it was diehard a, it was, here. It was a culture shock for me when I learned that Latinos live in Atlanta. Really? Really? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? I, I, they wouldn't. I, I didn't no, know. I, I, I didn't. won't get from that because it does sound like kind kind of foreign. Like it, it, it took me for a second, but There's I'm like, a big Hispanic culture down here. I did not know that till we till we had um interns that was from Atlanta that came here. Shout <laughs> shout out to Paulette. Shout out to right now. Yeah. Nah, but shout out to all the, you know. I mean, I honestly thought it was a black city. I mean, a black um it's it's a cultural city because the wild thing is like up where my mom lives and where I've been around when I grew up, there's a big Korean culture. Like there's stores, there's shopping centers with you know in Atlanta? Yeah, in the metro area, yes. Right. Even (laughs) your place. No, because we no, because when you go outside of when you go outside of uh Atlanta, there's there's also Metro Atlanta, which is like the the ring around Atlanta, which where mm-hmm. I grew up. I didn't grow up in the city, but obviously when you start going out, you know, start going outward, there's a lot. There's a big in Johns Creek. If, if you're from Georgia, you know Johns Creek, Alpharetta, Roswell. There's a big there's a big Korean Indian population out there. You know what I'm saying? So there's 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 diversity out here. It's you know, that surprised my mom too. She was like, I didn't know it was out here. So, but no, nah, there's a big, you know, shout out to all the uh, Latino and Hispanic yeah. uh, culture out here in Atlanta because they show up and show out for these games. Yeah. So, shout out, shout out to Paulette, shout out to Marcial, shout out to Cindy, shout out to Katia, shout out to everybody that was fan that was once part of the Tuck family. You know, like I can't say once part because once you're part of the Tuck family, you're always a part of the Tuck family. But I did not know till we had them interns here. I'm like, whoa, they got Latinos in Atlanta. You just thought oh, it was niggas? Was that what you thought it was? It was just I'm going to be honest, yeah. I thought it was niggas and yes. white people. Bro. That's all I, I thought really? it was, was strip clubs and wings. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm not going to be ashamed to say it. <laughs> so New York is just not Dominicans and black people? No, I, I know. They're... Yeah, we, we got Puerto Ricans. We got Mexicans. We yeah, got yeah. Chinese people. We American got Koreans. Mind. Yeah, because never mind. We got Indians and Queens, man. We got everybody. <laughs> Come on. And you got Atlanta. What you think? Strip clubs? Uh, lemon pepper wings, lemon pepper wings, lemon pepper wings with the hey, shout to Gucci. But uh, we got more. All right, so um, notes to weeknight football. 
Yeah, no. I, I mean, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't really care. I think I don't care that much. It's cool. I think just keep it on Thursday night. I don't know why they're doing all the. It was just they used to be just what Thursday night, Monday night football. Niggas it's Sunday, it's like, Sunday night. It's Sunday night. It's Sunday night. I mean, I don't want a Tuesday football game. That's wild. Like that. Yeah, come on. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to watch football on a Tuesday. <laughs> I want to watch the Raptors or Bulls play. I'm not trying to watch yeah. football on Tuesday. Yeah, it Tuesday. could get oversaturated, but hey, man, like football, like that's that's the Raiders movie right now in America. So, mm, yeah. like, like nothing pops Raiders like a football game. The, M- mm, the NBA, nah. In the past, the NBA Finals did better than not nah, did the Super Bowl. I think someone said that. I have to look at the statistics. Super Bowl is worldwide. Oh, yeah, Super Bowl is worldwide. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. Surprise people still watch it worldwide. I mean, and, and another day, too, like, the most of the new advertising commercials premiere during the Super Bowl. They do that for a reason. But they've been trash over the past two years. Yeah, they have, they're not iconic like they used to be. I know, I know, but it does not stop people from, you know, trying from to purchase ads. Like, I'm still going to go to a Super Bowl party. Seconds. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Still going to a Super Bowl party. Yeah. So I'm going there for the food. That's it. <laughs> All right. So last so last question for the fourth quarter. So I guess you could say this is like a two-minute drill to the fourth quarter. Kyrie Irving. Cause I remember a while back we basically had like a funny wager. We didn't we didn't bet anything. Well, we said what would happen first? Ben Simmons would get traded or Kyrie Irving would play for the Brooklyn Nets. Now I thought it would take until Mayor Um Adams. A uh, new mayor coming into city of New York until Kyrie Irving, you know, gets on the floor. But he's gonna be a part-time player. He's not vaccinated still, and the Brooklyn Nets basically don't give a fuck at this point because they need bodies. Because bodies are dropping like flies. So basically, who do you feel like what sticks out the most for you in this situation? The fact that Kyrie Irving basically gets his way without having to conform. Or the Brooklyn Nets basically folded under pressure after they said that Kyrie Irving would not be a part-time player. Brooklyn I'll say Nets the Nets organization. <laughs> I'll say the Nets. I'll just say the Nets because it's like you drew your line to sand, and then when push came to shove, you're like, oh, I don't care about this yeah. anymore. You can play. Uh, <laughs> so this is basically what the Brooklyn. This is basically what the Brooklyn Nets did. I, if uh, anybody that's not really a sports person, even though you're not a sports person, why the hell are you watching? This I mean, show? if you if you watching, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, but um, you know, I'll equate this to this so that everybody, even the common person, can understand. It's basically like breaking up with your significant other, right? And you're basically like, yo, I'm never gonna talk to this person again. Like, like, all right, like if you want to talk, or yeah, let's say you have an argument. All right, like if you want to talk to me, then all right, like you text me and you call me first. You the person and you get the call off. The person, all right, fuck it. Like, all right, cool. This is what I now use that down bad where it's like, I might just gotta call this person. Yeah, right. That's basically what happened here. Basically, it is. And I mean, it's again, I think it's the Nets' fault. I think the Nets just folded. I kind of blame the Nets because you know, you can't you can't do much to say to change someone's opinion. I, I, I also think they're trying to like save that uh, that number one spot. So, I mean, yeah, if that's the case, if they were like. Maybe like sixth or seventh or further down, yeah. then I'd be like, "Oh, they'll probably just call up somebody from the G League or some shit like but that." But they're already number one, though. Yeah, exactly. So they're just trying to preserve that uh, that spot. I think until um, until they have a semi healthy team. That is true. All right. So yeah. uh, other than that, fuck Kyrie. Damn. Uh, 
Damn, I feel like that's the best way to leave it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, all right, fellas, that basically concludes like the fourth quarter. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you like, feel free to answer uh, these questions as well. So, like, do you feel like there's never enough football? That maybe we should have football on Tuesday nights, Wednesday nights, you know, all throughout the week. Do you feel like you know the Brooklyn Nets folded? You know, you know we're we're all in agreement in that. I'm most sure that's basically obvious to see. You know. Also, Cam Newton, do you feel like Cam Newton should hang it up? You know, or do you feel like we're heading towards a work stoppage in all the sports? You know, let us know down in the comment section down below. But, fellas, we reached that point. Time is about time for us to plug ourselves on the way out. So let everybody know where they can find you on social media, what you're working on, all that good shit. Um, Keeping it brief, if you don't know, just Theodore Austin on everything, TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram, everything. Working on nothing right now because I'm on break. <laughs> I'm on a little break right now, but we doing out of balance. I'm, I'm taking every break I can before yeah. my final semester break. Currently on break. Um, my man is drinking mimosas, getting massages. He's living amen. a life right now. That's my always live. My mom, she did her thing. It was, hey man, it was. I was relaxed, bottomless mimosas, chocolate. I was good. So, but yeah, I'm relaxing right now. But um, in the future. Definitely, we're gonna have off the racks in the next year. We're gonna definitely, you know, we're gonna get some more stuff out there for you. So, uh, so yeah, that's, that's really about it. The rebrand is coming, Mr. Man in the Middle, my guy Donnie. Let him know when the uh, book coming out, bro. Uh, yeah, I'm still working on that, but uh, I took some time off. Um, I'm off of social media right now, uh, for the foreseeable future. Um, you can still reach me at my number and email there. Um, but if you're like, they will have your number. <laughs> uh, if, honestly, you know what? If you don't have my number or you're trying to get in contact with me, there's a reason why you don't have it. So um, I'll leave it there. <laughs> you, but, um, yeah. you, you, heard, you heard that, Veronica? It's not her Dang. name. But <laughs> you heard that, Keisha? <laughs> you heard that, Michelle? But uh, yeah, if you're, heard that Madison he if, if you're in, the, in the in the area for a play or something like that, and you happen Boy, to see me, say what's up. But yeah, yeah, you want to catch Pocahontas with this dude? Uh, hit him up for that. Y'all watch. <laughs> hey, Pocahontas slap me. Right, man. exactly. Come on, Pocahontas. the colors of the wind. That song. That song lit. Yeah, man. Ask me, y'all never know. Is Ladella Fashionista? I'm also the moderator of True Over Culture IG page. So if you want to, you know, reach out to me. You got like, some collaboration efforts, you know, interviewing like your clients, your publicist. You, know, you can reach out to me there. Other than that, man. Also, wait, one more thing. What, like, we're coming up on Christmas. So anybody here in the Christmas spirit or anything like that? Separate Hanukkah or Kwanzaa? I said Hanukkah. <laughs> no bullshit. I went to, I went to a bar. Last Saturday, and the bartender, she's a, she's a beautiful lady. Shout out to Moran. She basically told me like like Happy Kwanzaa at the end. I'm like, what do you mean by that? <laughs> what do you mean by that? Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. Was she palm colored? No, 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 no. White? Yeah, she was white. She was white. Yeah, that's racist. That's what racist. You, you, that? you, you, know you see that? And you and you took that. <laughs> you stood there and took that. Doctor what did you Umar say? What did you say? Thank you. Not in. Dr. Umar would not approve. I mean, I was lit, so. Oh, okay. you. Oh, okay, but. She got you. Whatever you got to say. 
They hit okay. you with that racist shit. <laughs> All right, my guy. Which I got. Which I got nice. Fucking <laughs> so look okay. at it. Happy Kwanzaa. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, I'm chilling with family. That's it. I'm just chilling with my family. Uh, that's it. I, I had to cancel my uh, my plans for New Year's Eve and um, Times Square because COVID. COVID and shit like that. But uh, yeah, we can't say the word. We gotta oh, say COVID. Yeah, COVID. because of the you oh. know the virus. COVID. We'll say that. We gonna edit that. We gonna edit that out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We gonna edit the that. The Omarion Mar- man is yeah. out. The Omarion. Hey, yeah, that's that's it's, our new code word. The Omarion out here. Watch the Star Mark. Shit, it's so. stumping the yard out here, <laughs> literally. But all right, ladies and gentlemen, that basically concludes episode 29 of the Out of Bounds podcast. We'll catch you guys next week for episode 30. But until then, we hope you guys have a wonderful week. We also have the gaming chair, we'll be streaming on Twitch live this Thursday night. Also, have Tuck Talk coming back later on this weekend, so um, which that'll be premiering next Monday, actually. Oh, Just and, uh, happy Christmas to the to the people that celebrate that, y'all know who y'all are. It's Merry Christmas, bro. Yeah, happy, happy Christmas. Holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. If you're a oh Jew. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. You can't do that. You can't say Whoa. That. <laughs> no. Hell, <Hail> Hydra. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs>